Who knows? Mike Shannon may be proven correct yet again. It was Mike on the Kilcoin conversation back in March where he said, I think we'll be back playing baseball by July. And maybe that is going to be the case, whatever that form looks like. A lot of conversation lately with baseball about how they can get back. And today on the Kilcoin conversation, a visit with Paul DeYoung, the Cardinals shortstop. What a fascinating resume. Was a walk-on at Illinois State. Gets a degree in biochemistry. He was pre-med. Not a lot of pre-med guys playing in the big leagues, if I had to guess. Ends up playing for the Cardinals. Makes it to an all-star team. Fascinating 2019. Uh, you know, hitting with some power. Ends up at the all-star game. Takes out the M in Big Mac land. And Paul's also real involved with Tops, the trading card. A lot of us grew up with those baseball cards. Tops trading cards. And uh, teamed up with them for a recent promotion, Teacher Appreciation Week. So let's do it. Let's talk it over with Cardinals shortstop Paul DeYoung. The Kilcoin Conversation is presented by Triad Bank, helping out all the small business owners around town, making sure they stay in business. Find them online at triadbanking.com. Marie Davila Senior Living just wrapped up their food drive right at the corner of Clayton and Weidman Road. These are folks who have... Uh, been in the business of senior living for more than 60 years now. The place where Red Shandings called home. He was also a part of the ownership group there. A lot of cardinal connections over the years. Just great people who are always doing something in the community. Marie de Villa Senior Living and Greenville University. Tough semester for the kids who are scheduled to graduate, but Greenville making sure they have a great experience on the way out and looking forward to some new Panthers. Looking for scholarship opportunities? Get online at greenville.edu. Paul, let's just uh, bring all your fans up to date right now. How how are you spending your days? How are you keeping busy? Well, um, staying as, as much in shape as I can. Colton and I have been working out uh, about three times a week on a field here in St. Louis. Uh, kind of like a January, December type feeling before spring training where we're being pretty active, but kind of waiting for a deadline to kind of ramp up and get ready uh, just trying to stay uh, as productive as possible. You guys are such creatures of habit, too, and a routine. How strange is it to not be going to the park, to not be getting on a bus or a plane? I mean, the season's got such a regiment to it. It's got to be kind of strange. Yeah, I ran into Luke Voigt randomly yesterday, and we were talking about how much we miss the camaraderie and just the routine of going to new cities and, uh, you know, the drama of baseball every day, uh, something new and exciting. And so – you know, we're all fill, trying to fill that void with something, but you got to look at this as an opportunity and you know be productive in some other areas that that you might not have uh, uh, been looking at. So you know we're all itching to get baseball back, but in the meantime, you know we got to find something else to do. So many crazy scenarios out there, and I think basically, Mosaic said, you know everything's on the table at this point. Um, mm. are, are you guys fine with whatever they come up with, just as long as you can play? Yeah, I think we all definitely want to play. Uh, that's that's number one. But I think a little transition period of spring training, whether that's in Florida, Arizona, and then getting back to our home cities, I think is huge for, for us and for our families and, and for our fans and, and for our city. So, you know, that goes for every team in the league that I'm sure they all want to be in their home ballparks. So you know, we got to figure out a way to, to make that happen. And whether that's a little transition period with no fans, uh, um, you know, we're we're – we're open to a lot of ideas and, you know, I think the main thing is just trying to get back to, to what makes baseball great. And that's that fan experience, the interaction, the energy, um, just the game itself. I think uh, all those things need to come back uh, like we all want them. 
Could you even fathom a game and just kind of think in your head what that would be like, no fans in the stands? Yeah, especially in a big league stadium, that would be an adjustment. Um, you know, the Orioles did it not too long ago for other reasons, but um, you know, I haven't talked to anyone that was a part of that game. But, you know, I think guys are going to be looking at the game differently coming back. We're, we're guys that are going into a free agent year, going into arbitration. I mean, these games still matter a lot. So you know, I think the gameplay will still be pretty intense. I know, um, you know, we, we don't really know how that – 40,000 a night affects us uh, throughout the whole 162. So, you know, not, not having that in the equation could be a, an adjustment, but at least it's uh, even playing field for all of us. You mentioned you're here in St. Louis. Do you ever find yourself just driving by Bush Stadium and just kind of being nostalgic? Absolutely. Um, I drove by the other day and just seeing the, uh, the new ballpark village is, is pretty incredible. I'm super happy with, uh, you know, just – the interest for the team and the, and the organization and the city uh, all buying into this, uh, I think it's awesome. And you know, I know that everyone over there wants to break those places in and, and we want to start playing soon. But I think whenever baseball comes back, we're going to have a great uh, resurgence and it's just going to you know, re-energize the sport for the future. Is this time giving you a chance even to kind of hit the pause button on your career? I mean, this has all happened pretty fast. We're talking less than three years ago, your debut. Then they lock you up to a contract. You go to an all-star game. You go to the playoffs. Have you had a chance to reflect a little bit? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, just reflecting my own experience and, and thinking back, uh, looking at those experiences again, um, you know, just becoming more fearless as, as time goes on, um, especially with the expectations and the anxiety that can come with uh, wanting to, to play at your best and, you know, reprove what, what I did in my rookie year and, you know, going through these ups and downs with an injury and, you know, these types of, uh, these types of things are just all strengthening me. And, and I'm, I'm looking at all these experiences with a, a positive light, learning about how I can better myself and better my routine. And, you know, last year playing a full 162, having such a great start, going to an all-star game, still just was not quite satisfied. And, you know, that's just the uh, perfectionist overachiever in me. And, you know, so I've taken all those things into account, and, and I thought I'd had a great spring coming out there with the right mindset, and, and so, you know, learned a lot about myself and how to, you know, really lock it in, and, you know, it's a small sample, but um, it, it made a difference to me. Not many guys get to homer in their first at bat. At that moment, did you say, I'm going to prove to them I'm not going back down, I'm going to stay? Yeah, it was never uh, never a part of my plan to go back down. Um, never even thought about the possibility uh, just wanted – I knew I was ready just from, you know, the, the opportunity in spring training, being with the team, um, having a ton of at-bats, uh, seeing what the, the game looks like at the highest level and knowing that I belong right there. And my mindset has always been to be the best player on the team, uh, as, as good as I can be, be, be such an impact across so many levels. And so when I got to the big leagues, it was nothing different. That's still what I expect of myself um, now and then, moving forward, um, all those things uh, – so, you know, I'm just uh, so thankful for this opportunity in St. Louis. Uh, I've had so many great memories. Um, you know, the home run, the first at bat, the walk-off, uh, the breaking of the M, um, you know, going to the playoffs last year and, and winning a game five on the road. I mean, those types of things I'll never forget. Breaking of the M kind of took on a life of its own too, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's so, so divine. I can't even explain it. And just thankful uh, to be a part of it. And what a cool letter of M out of all of them. Um, you know, very iconic with, for the Big Mac land. So, you know, that thing's going to outlive me, and I can't wait to fix up the neon. 
and, and reminded me, yeah, where did it go? Because you got to pick it up, right? Yeah, it's in Lake Tomahawk as we speak. <laughs> Is it in the cabin or the woods somewhere? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's 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 uh it's in my uh, grandpa's house. Um, I'm gonna end up uh, putting it up somewhere whenever I build. Um, but. Yeah, just uh, really cool. Uh, you know, the funny thing about it is it broke the bottom right part of the M, but the neon is completely intact except for in the middle of the M uh, where it comes together. It's so strange. Uh, so uh, the physics of it kind of uh, just are very unexplainable. <laughs> give, give me an idea, too. You gave through the whole organization, Peoria and Memphis and Springfield, you probably were watching playoff games, and then you get there, and the Cardinals are in the middle of, you know, for them, a mini drought. The idea of getting back and everybody focused on it, you know, we talked about it forever. Give me an idea what that was like last year to end, you know, in most cities that's not a drought, but in St. Louis it was. What did it mean to experience that for yourself, having watched it from afar? Yeah, well, it, it started for us back in January, uh, you know, Colton and I with Cheo working out in Jupiter, um, you know, getting ready for the season. Then Goldie comes, um, uh, made an impact in January right away with us, started working out. So, you know, really it was kind of a culmination of a lot of great efforts from, you know, our staff, our players, um, everyone involved. I mean, there was no question we felt the urgency last year and, and we we set the tone really for, for how we wanted to play. And, um, you know, we knew about the drought and being in the playoffs, um, you know, it was a very valuable experience for me just to play in those games where, you know, every pitch mattered and, and also the, the feeling of it doesn't matter what happened before, um, being able to go up in your fourth at bat and make an impact. I mean, those types of situations really gave me a new perspective on the game and how to play. And I kind of took that into spring training, you know, kind of a slowing it way down, pitch by pitch, um, breathing, all these types of relaxing efforts um, really put my mind at ease. And so, you know, I can't wait to get back out there and play and, and know – Realize, really realize how close we were to a World Series. And, and I don't think we really gave ourselves enough credit. I know me, myself personally, uh, was pretty hard on myself at times last year. And so, you know, celebrating what we did last year and what we can build on for this year, I think, is, is really what, uh, what our goal and our mindset should be. Tell us about the program with TOPS because it's Teacher Appreciation Week coming up here, and they really want to Remind folks, these teachers, I think a lot of us with kids at home realize just how much they do on a daily basis. Let's, let's talk about the program. Yeah, TOPS of the Class program is, uh, you know, TOPS and I have a, a great partnership and um, we want to create this education initiative. And basically, you know, TOPS makes all sorts of cards like Star Wars and, you know, other collectibles. But this educational card, I think, is one of a kind. And um, I just want to inspire kids to to study science and technology and you know, me being one of those students as well in college not knowing what my athletic career would would uh, blossom into and so you know I always wanted to get a good education I completely value uh, you know pushing pushing the limits uh, learning new things um, developing uh, new ideas and being creative and so I just want to inspire some kids that may not be that athlete on the baseball card to to, to see me supporting it, knowing that they can go and, and, and do that as well. You've got the biochemistry degree. Have you ever thought way down the road after baseball what, what you might do? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very much interested in, um, you know, genetics nowadays, uh, the way DNA and the environment, uh, you know, how, how they react and, um, you know, how they, you know, transfer information. So I'm more interested in, in real life um, 
science and how I can apply it to my own life, whether it's, you know, renewable technology or, um, you know, magnet therapy or, you know, biochemistry for your diet. Um, you know, these things called epigenetics where maybe you have some environmental triggers that could cause some health problems, but, you know, constantly just evaluating your well-being and, and pursuing, um, you know, health and, uh, you know, thriving. I, I can only imagine the clubhouse when there's something that comes up that guys don't understand, they're going to be like, Hey, ask Paulie. He's got to know this, right? You get that from guys. He's got that degree. What, what's it again? Yeah. Biochemistry. I'm uh, I'm definitely a, a wild card when it comes to the crossword answers. When guys get stuck, um, uh, I'd say I have uh, the science and math pretty well down uh, as far as uh, referencing, and and I think uh, some other guys have some other uh, specialties like John Brebbia with the history and and literature maybe, and uh, you know Miles Michaelis a very good uh, across the board when it comes to these types of things. So. You know, there's always spirited debates uh, that go on on the bus and in the clubhouse, and you know I love every second of it. And you mentioned being in St. Louis and working out with Colton. Uh, give me an idea just around town. It's not really a social time now. You're not going to restaurants. Or, but in general, when, you, when Paul DeYoung is out and about in St. Louis, what's it like? Are people coming up to you? Uh, the Bass Pro guys seem to know me pretty good. Um, they saw me right away. Couldn't hide uh, – no, I've, uh, I've been pretty much laying low. Uh, you know, whenever I go into Forest Park, there's always plenty of people around. And I love to see the, you know, the families out there. Uh, you know, it reminds me of my younger days when we would take a family bike ride and stuff and how much uh, that stuff matters. And I, I've seen a lot of that. So, you know, we're taking these, these lockdown quarantine style uh, and, and making, making the best out of it. I love seeing uh, uh, people engaging with their families and being outside and being active. So, you know, I just am uh, enjoying the springtime here with the, the sunshine and the great weather. I'm catching up with uh, Shilty tomorrow. Give me some. I'm sure you've known him for a while coming through the ranks. Uh, and I think some people saw the video we weren't supposed to see in Atlanta, but maybe he's got a little more fire. I think people see him with the glasses on. He, they mm. say, well, he's a low key. And, and it's like, you know, maybe there's a little more fire there than people realize. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, Shilt brings fire and energy every day. Um, you know, that was pure passion after we had such a uh, an emotional series in Atlanta and unfortunate uh, some people had to see him that way but I, I think people really embrace his energy and what he brings to this organization he's he's been with the organization uh, a lot of years and really cares and it's it's really a part of him and I uh, just love playing for him and, and the way he uh, you know approaches the game gives us the freedom um, gives the players a, a lot of uh, room to you know voice our opinions and, and kind of direct how we play and you know, I think he's a player's manager for sure, and you know, definitely a lot more fire than you might think. And final thought, how good is this squad? You were there for a long stretch at spring training. You guys had a pretty good read on what you had at the team. A lot of talk about the you know, young pitching on the front end. Once they start playing, whoever the lineup you know, of teams you're facing, how good do you think you can be this year? I think we got every chance to win our, our central division again. Uh, I know some other teams have beefed up, but – you know, I think we got the, uh, you know, the, the attitude and the cohesion as a group. Um, we got plenty of talent. Now it's, you know, now it's really about staying together as a group, staying healthy and, and staying focused on, on what we can do individually. Um, you know, I think we all got to be self-leaders and, and direct our own um, improvement and our own uh, performance. And I think uh, we have a lot of that. Um, we got great team chemistry. Uh, you know, I think we're, we're in a great place to do exactly what we want to do and better. Our thanks to Paul DeYoung stopping by, a conversation that included his workouts with Colton Wong. Good to have Paul here in town. Heard recently Adam Wainwright is doing his workouts with the uh, Korean import, KK. 
So a lot of these ballplayers are in the St. Louis area, and who knows, the abbreviated spring training or spring training 2.0, I think Mazalek has referred to it as, may have mentioned that to Derek Gould in the post-dispatch. That could take place uh, maybe soon, and it would take place down at Bush Stadium. I love the fact that Paul drives by the stadium, just like a lot of Cardinal fans are probably doing the exact same thing. The Kilquan Conversation brought to you by our friends at Marie de Villa Senior Living, Triad Bank, and Greenville University. We'll talk to you again soon.